thousand miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Hi, everybody. This is Omarion. I am an artist, not a variant. So please be aware, if you just so happen to run into me on the street, you don't have to isolate for five days, nor do you have to have a negative test result in order to dance to my music. <laughs> so please, be safe, be healthy, Happy New Year. Alright, let's do this shit. This was, this was what we was bumping on the way to the, to the spot of Greensboro. Right. And the only reason I probably knew the words of this song is because it was on repeat. <laughs> Happy Monday. Oh, Over there, it's down there. there <laughs> Everything good here? I look straight. All right, cool, cool, cool. Right. What up, man? Happy Monday! It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're not live, Messiah. Episode 190 of the Kicking Shit Podcast. Oh, oh, oh! I'm excited to see y'all too. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? All right. Joining me today is not the usual suspects. I got one usual suspect. The other usual suspect is on vacation that I will interrupt. But before I go there, to my right, it is my boy. It is my partner. It is my dog. It's Mr. Jukebox Johnny, a.k.a. Crown Daddy, a.k.a. Crown Poppy. All the El Himidor Poppy, the Avion Dumb, whichever one y'all own that night. Daddy, are you on the radio? You already know what it is. Your boy Fresh Cut John in the building. <laughs> fresh, all right, Fresh Cut John. <laughs> all right, now D uh, and James cut, are out. So we got Ange. Uh, what you want? You want to be Ange? What you want to be? Ange is cool. Ange, we got Ange joining us today. Thank you for coming through. How you doing? I know that. I'm all right. 
right. I just had, I felt like it was a mission impossible mission. <laughs> yeah. Had you, to slide through some things. Guys, but I'm going to try to work it out for y'all. She is holding us down behind the cameras today since D is out. Uh, she is Y'all out. need a weight requirement to be back here. Like, you need to be <laughs> a certain weight to get back here. Well, yeah, you back. know, I, I, the person that normally is back there is like 4'2". Okay. <laughs> you okay. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, okay. we get her a step stool. She climb up. You okay. know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> But other than that, give her a boost. Yeah, we'll give her yeah. a little boost. But she's so strong. She's the strongest girl in our gym. Oh, yeah, I actually, she it. is. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? uh, yeah. yeah. Things happen. Yeah, we can uh, move on. All, all right. right. <laughs> Before I get into this, glad, glad you're here. This nigga took his first absent. I, I got a lot of Jameses in my phone. I don't even know which one is him. Oh, all right. Him. James took PTO for the first time. I know, right? I maxed my shit out. Time, besides that time, he overslept. Oh, yeah. I'll see y'all next week. And then he won't answer my call. Watch. Oh, you call me. Won't answer my call. Watch. What's up, bro? Oh, shit. Hey, man. Uh, you're on the show at this very point. What you doing, man? I'm in Asheville. Oh, man. <laughs> Out there vacating on us, man. You finally took a day. You yeah, all right? Man, you feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I'm out here in Asheville with my lady. Just living it up. Hey man, tell us we we said what's up from the couch, man. Right. Word, it's cold as a motherfucker out here. I too. bet. Now, hey James, I you know I go to Asheville a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure you try my favorite restaurant when you go there. Uh, it's oh, Chili's. Hey man, we miss you, dog. We just wanted to call and check in with you, man. It didn't feel right not having you your voice on the first episode of 2022. Word, word, word. I'll be back. Right. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. We can't wait to have yeah. Barry back. Now it is a spot back. out there though. I think it's called Early Bird Eatery. Go if you go get some breakfast one day. That's pretty good. Now you know he's vegan. I think <laughs> I got it's hippies. Asheville full of hippies. Every restaurant got a vegan option. Okay, that's true. Yeah, All right. that well, is true. Well, shit, nigga, we are gonna let you get back to it, man. All right then. All right, man. All right, I'll see y'all. Yeah. You know what? It would be wrong of me. Not to check on our other person. Oh, let's see what she gonna say. No, I'm not gonna put her business out there. So okay, gonna... I ain't gonna say nothing. Oh boy, let her know she gonna speak. Hello. Hey, you uh are live on the podcast. I don't say nothing crazy. How you doing? <laughs> you all right? I'm alive. You're alive. Yeah. All right, we miss you, man. It's first episode 2022. I figure I checked in with everybody. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, man. You ain't got no special words for the people. You just gonna keep it like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna keep it pretty simple, you know. Got this thing um, trying to take me up out of here, but oh, I'm alive. Right. Shout out to 2020, we here. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you forgot the two? Yeah. This is part two of 2020. 2020. 20, 20, yeah. It, you know, it feel like the pandemic just keep. It's the brain fog. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yes, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> but hey, um, listen, man. 75% of our show has had to suffer with this, so um. If we could keep it that way, we'd be great for twenty. Except for the one person that don't believe in this shit. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't understand. He it's because we vaccinated, bro. You should have never got that shot. Right. I he might have had something with that quarter. That quarter <laughs> I think he do. Yeah, now. I think he has something with that quarter shit. Now I really do. Right. Now the five G about to hit. The uh, airplane's about to fall out the sky. We about to be <laughs> fucked. Right. Yeah, man. But listen, man. I uh, we'll check on you a little bit later, man. Enjoy your day. I shall try. Appreciate y'all. All right now. No. But. What she said, she had COVID or something? Yes. Damn. So for those who don't know, everybody here has had COVID except for James. <laughs> so we're going to shout out to that, man. Amen to that. I am. 
Good for you. You need, You have it? At this point, I'm just waiting for everybody to tell me their COVID story. Because at this point, we made it through almost two years. I thought we would never get it. Right. I can't wait till maybe 40 years, 50 years down the line. And my, my grandkids, they researching COVID. And they're like, Granddad, tell us about when you had COVID. I'm about to, I'm about to lie. <laughs> I'm like, you know, they thought they was going to, yeah, they thought they was going to have to take my foot, but you know, granddaddy, (laughs) (laughs) granddaddy is strong, man. Listen, I tell you what, man, the scariest shit about having COVID was going back to work out and being super fucking winded from things that don't win me. Like certain things Mm. just don't win me. Mind you, I, I was still able to run without stopping as far as like distance. And I, but my time was slower. But then I, when I was doing like short sprints, I was like, oh, something ain't right. And then I was going up steps and I get to the top of the steps. So I'd be like, woo. I had to take a break. So like it it's real. The respiratory issue, if you get it, it's 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 real. It it happens. Yeah. Um it is true. Like, yeah. I felt it too in my lungs a lot. Um uh, I still got like a lingering cough. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's gonna leave. They say something just, it, it, it's gonna leave. It's gonna leave. Just like the rest I was scared of the respiratory thing. My manager, she's like, It'll go away. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it up. I'm what gonna, time? I'm gonna uh, keep taking my vitamins. I need to go pick up some sea moss from my homie. Uh, Jamal uh, put me on something called uh, Human Made or some shit. Some hundred dollar vitamin. Oh, okay. I'm good on that. Uh, I'm gonna try right. it out. I'll take what the great value vitamin. Well, anything <laughs> if I'm tr- anything that makes me look like him, maybe one day. But I heard vitamins is a part of like muscle growth. Like having those of daily multivitamin routine. Oh, for real? All right, so then it might be worth the try, investment. I was gonna try to invest and see, see a it. how I feel mainly, but b what type of results again? Especially because the first thirty days of the year, I'm always doing the detox, so I'm, I'm trying to see what 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 it uh, what difference. But anyway, how, how how are you doing, man? How you been? I'm doing really good. Um, you know, shit. I wish I could. T- I got the brain fog still, so I don't know okay. what the hell been going on. <laughs> But uh, now nah, I feel good, man. I feel real good. Um, I'm back working out, like seriously serious about it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not ruining my workouts uh, by going to eat Waffle House right after. So this week I've been feeling really good. I've been sleeping good too. That's the main thing. Oh, that's a great yeah. Thing. Sleep is uh, the most important part of the recovery process. Uh, I, I I pledged this year one day of stretch and massage. Like we'll go get stretched probably by Jocelyn. Yeah, one day a week, definitely. Because I'm getting older. Yes, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna download the yoga app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I used to do it. I did it for like four weeks. But if you want to get stretched by somebody, then that's one thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, I want to. No, I want the stretching, but I also want the yoga. And then, like I said, I need the massage. I need all of it Mm -hmm. because at my age, especially the age I'm getting to, I still want to be as mobile. And I just ran into a back issue. I've never had a back issue. Mm. And so I don't want to be one of those old dudes. So. Yeah. What, what What you mean you ran into a back issue? What? I'm going to be honest. I Before I went out of town for New Year's, I think it was uh, Wednesday, I worked out. I, you know, I did a leg day. And the next day I ran. Normal shit. And then I got off work, which I worked from home. And I noticed my back started to stiffen up um, probably mm. a couple hours after. I just It, it wasn't right. So finally my back recovered a little bit. I hadn't tweaked it or nothing by this point, but now I have tweaked it. It was hurting before and I was ignoring it because I didn't I don't remember tweaking it. Now the hurt I've tweaked. 
So now I'm going to recover, take it light, and just just try to slowly recover. Like I said, at my age, I take pride in being able to keep up. Yeah. Uh And so I want to be able to just keep up. You know, I'm not a superstar athlete. I just want to be able to keep up and be better than other guys my age. So that's 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 really like one of the things for me. I don't want to slow down. Like I want to be going. So. I feel you. Now, now I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that lower back issues um, can be caused by COVID. My nigga. But I don't know because I was just searching because my back was hurting too, and I just searched lower back, and you know how it pre-fills a search for you? It said lower back pain caused by COVID. I was like, oh shit. I had that issue too. I was sick. <clears throat> By I think day two or three, I'm sitting up working and my back is just like, I'm like, yo, I got this pain. It's all down here. When did the workout? It's all down here. But now I know it's muscle pain. I don't know oh, what okay. that was when I had COVID. It was yeah. just it was probably dehydration when you had COVID. No, I was drinking could have been hella juice, hella watermelon water. Like I was drinking nonstop. Because I was only really truly down for maybe like two days where I slept. Like one day I slept the whole day. Like, I don't remember much. I was just, every time I wake up, like, yeah, about to work on this episode. And I'd be like, and just just fall asleep. I slept the whole day. Slumped. Like, I woke up, it was the next day. So, listen, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. like that, but it didn't have nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, hi, hey, behind man. the mic, how are you doing? Move the mic closer Shout to you. I want to hear Jones, you a little mama. bit clearer. He's stupid. Oh, I'm just trying to be sexy. That's why you can't hardly hear. Oh, now you sound beautiful. Ooh, there we go. Hey, how you doing? I'm straight. All right. How your week been? Everything good? Um, yeah. I'm not gonna complain because y'all ain't got time for that. Yeah, I'm cool. (laughs) Okay. Everything, everything is gravy. All right, now we gave y'all that banter y'all love. I tried to at least, man. We about to hop into the show. Right. A little bit of politics, man. Let's go ahead and do this thing now. Which button are you? Here you go, my dude. One for a one for one out here. Johnny, whoa, <laughs> whoa! Shout out to my boy Joey. <laughs> What's going on in the politics land, man? All right, man. Let's start with uh, Governor Cuomo. Cuomo. All right, y'all. So. Former Governor Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo of New York, he won't face criminal charges stemming from his allegations by the two women of the unwanted kissing. I don't know if y'all remember. Uh, it was a big thing with that. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was the sausage. Huh? Well, they just say he would make snark comments, but the main charges that you know we were looking at, or what they were looking at, was that he was walking up to women and just kissing them. On the cheek. I remember. Right. So uh, the evidence did conclude... That uh, what happened did occur, but not enough to merit charges. So the charges um, won't be filed against Como. So if you liked him before, you can like him again. Get that nigga's job back. I don't want to sound like an anti-feminist, but is that was really what they was pressing about? Yeah. Oh, facts. People be reaching, though. But a lot of times, that politics stuff, they try to dig up dirt on you just to smear your name. But that's how some people greet people. Like, sometimes I greet right. people and I kiss them. Like he shit. Italian, and Italian people right. do that. That's yeah, that's what shit. he said at first when they uh, brought the allegations, and then people start saying he would make, like, comments about uh, the hot dog where he told the girl, uh, what, put the uh, hot dog in your mouth? Go ahead, put that sausage in your oh, mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it seems like he's just a creepy Italian, old Italian man. Uh, But, you know, 
with politics, they just try to smear your name. It could be the littlest thing, but as long as they can get you in the news in a negative light, that's all they want to they accomplish. They didn't want that nigga to be our president. It was about to happen. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see what goes with that. Uh, also, new New York mayor, uh, Eric Adams. Uh, everything started off a little bit bad for him. He made some comments about trying to get people back to work. Um, and during those comments, he mentioned how some people like Dunkin' Donuts employees or people that work for small businesses don't have those job skills to be remote and have a remote job. So we need people back out in the streets so these people can have jobs and patron those restaurants and things like that that they work at. Uh, some people thought he was talking down about uh, about poor people that way. It sounded like that. I seen that. It yeah. sounded like that. Yeah. And when you clip it up, it do sound like that. But the speech that he gave was like an hour. And he's basically just saying why we need to get people back to work and how us working in the office instead of working remotely and patroning the restaurants that we go to for lunch uh, and things like that. Uh, can help build the I economy. I don't like him. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me because they put a business banking on businesses being in this building forever. Right, right. We're moving into another dimension, nigga. Like, right, those guys, they should either be doing DoorDash. That seems like where things going. DoorDash yeah. or delivery services of some type. Hey, dude, in New York, shut the fuck up. He got me <laughs> fucked up. I ain't going back in there with them germy-ass Motherfuckers <laughs> Yeah So his appeal His approval rate Went down a little bit But it seems to be Picking back up After he clarified His statements I do not approve And said they were Taken out of context Which they were But you know This fast paced Media world That we live in These days Like we like clips Yeah That's what we base Our opinions off of Yeah We really love a clip Alright Also January 6th 2021 We had What a lot of people Are calling an anniversary I think an anniversary Is something to be Celebrated uh, But they were calling The uh, Capitol uh, Protests From January 6th Of 2021 uh, Anniversary But it was A one year I don't even know What to call it Maybe it is an anniversary uh, Of those terrorist attacks Of uh, the Trump supporters Going up to the White House, taking back their country by any means necessary. As long as it's going to be a one-year anniversary. Was there a one-year anniversary for George Floyd and all the things that transpired right. for that? I don't know. I, th I know they, they, they did like a, they looked back at it, but I don't think they said like actual, this is the anniversary of they George Floyd's media, death. Like yeah. in reports, like they'll be like this uh, marking the one-year anniversary of da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if it was like big news, like they made they this. This was thing. big news. I yeah. seen a Republican clip up of all of them supporting what happened that day, all the ones that support that yeah. shit. And Almost it's just like a holiday, right? Yeah, it's like country in trouble. Black people, we like pay attention how they pee on us and tell us it's raining. The reason why I say us because if that would have been us. They would have did what they did to us, and we would have never talked about it again, ever. It's just been. It's a documentary on HBO Max about the January sixth thing, and that thing is in detail. Them people was wilding, man, Bro. like fighting cops, like punching cops and stuff. And the cops were talking about how they were scared to shoot because they was outnumbered. They were scared to shoot because they was white. That might have been it. That one guy, you know, that one guy girl that got shot, white. got shot by the black cop. Think about this though: y'all are not outnumbered. Y'all not. Y'all are not outgunned. Being outnumbered and outgunned are two different things. Well, they did have tools on them. The people on the protest, they had, like, assault rifles and stuff with them. But are you outgunned? 
That's a good. Well, I mean, if they call for backup, probably not. Like if they called Ideally, in, no. yeah, the National Guard, like yeah. call in, like they, they got more cops than people that were there in military. I've seen that were more there. fucking guns at pro, at, at black at peaceful protests with people with no weapons. So if you got if you got the ability to call backup, you are not even outgunned. Shoot them niggas. Yeah. Because if they was niggas, you would have shot them niggas. More than likely. But, we, I mean, we all know what country we live in. Yeah, of course. Well, I think we all know. Of course. <laughs> um, I was just there, man. They they fenced off the whole Capitol building now. I believe it. They should have. No, it, it, I guess this is where we're going here. Like, I, I've, I've been to D.C. so many times, like, as a kid and especially as an adult. Um, to visit family and I, and every now and then I I shoot to the monuments real quick. It's really not a big to do. They right there. Just park your car, pull up, and walk around. And um, one of the things that changed ever since, and it really around Trump's presidency, you can't. It used to be you could walk up to the fence to the White House and get you a, a pick, and people would play like street hockey in the street in front of the White House. It was like it wasn't it wasn't nothing. You know, it was President Crib. Yeah. Now you got a barricade. Before you even get to that fence, so you can't even get that same shot you would have got years ago, and you know, like DC has changed. Like you could used to could just walk up to the steps of the Capitol building. It's right there. Just walk up there. I was gonna say, you know, they used to be a field trip when we was younger. Like, yeah, is that still something they do. Do they t- still take the kids? To I noticed they fenced off the grass in the National Mall. I don't rem- I don't recall that grass being fenced off, and I can go back to my childhood pictures, but I don't recall that grass ever being fenced off. Like you could. Go out there and kick it. It's a park, you know what I'm saying. So it's just it's it's a lot of things have just it's, it's different with COVID and presidents changing mm-hmm. and people marching and our our country having a little bit of turmoil. It's different. Is it different or do you just think it's, it could be the Mandela? What do they call it? The Mandela, the Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> See that now that's another podcast. That's deep. That's deep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't want to take y'all. Down <laughs> Was it Kit Kat? A kid and cat, nigga. Right. Thought about it. Um. While we in this, uh, oh, was that it for positive? Yeah, it is. Uh, why do they call it the Mandela effect, though? Do you know they, like, I, yeah, why? So, yeah. Why? They, yeah. I'm. A, I'm gonna do it right. What's her okay. Name? Oh, uh, D. Uh, D. Yeah. She be. She be knowing shit. So. I mean, <laughs> so they call it the Mandela effect because. Um, Back in the day, everybody swore that Mandela died when he was incarcerated. When he oh. was in jail, he actually died when he got out. And everybody was like, I know he died when. Oh. And so that, that was the first thing. And the, so they just gotcha. married the two, the name of it. It's called the Mandela Effect because everybody in pretty much a good majority of the world was convinced that he had already died. But then here he is getting yeah. out of jail. And they're like, what the fuck? Thought you was dead. Yeah. Okay, I get it now. It kind of sucks. Like, yeah. Because I have watched like something yeah. about that. It was like a Mandela Effect video. And they were talking mm-hmm. about all the things that were the Mandela Effect. But I never explained mm-hmm. why they named it after him. But it, just because that's <laughs> one of the big biggest things that everybody thought had already happened. And so they just kind of. Yeah, that that's mm-hmm. Um, That is another uh, episode. That is another. <laughs> wow. I might do a conspiracy episode this year. I don't Man, know. Man, put me on there. Alright, <laughs> bring shit. you over. I'm gonna watch the cameras that day. <laughs> I believe everything is told to me. You're hosting like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I don't want to offend nobody, but y'all say I'm crazy as fuck. It's okay, but I I'll fuck be with. Crazy. <laughs> I'll be crazy. Um, nah, but um, all right. Top news stories. The top news stories since we've been gone up until now. The Mario 
Mm. <laughs> we we <laughs> were right. joking about Omarion. <laughs> you know what I meant to do? Oh, touch. I meant to start this episode with that public service announcement. Oh, from Omari? I'm going to do that. I'm going to make that happen. Anyway, <laughs> the Omar Is it... Um, the, Omicron. I, thank you. Um, <laughs> not O. The Omicron variant spread. If you've gotten COVID in the last couple months, they assume that you have the... Omicron variant that's 90 is making up 90% of the cases they say. Um while we were gone everybody caught it. We caught it. Um friends I know caught it, family members I know caught it, work members caught it. Um the NBA rescheduled a lot of games because of it. But not only that, the NBA has also provided opportunity to a lot of our old-time favorites. I think I seen Eric Gordon was in a game yesterday. Lance, oh yeah. Yeah, Lance Stevenson is playing now. Like they're pulling guys from the D League <laughs> To fill in while guys are sick. Gerald Green. Gerald Green, he was assistant coaching, and now he in the G League. Yep, Gerald Green. They're pulling guys to fill out rosters to keep the season going, Um, and and that's what's different. Um, Of course, the NFL has been filling it, but not as much as just NBA and uh, hockey. Um, Been a total of 541 players that have played in the NBA this season. Um, Chicago Teachers Union opted to forego in-person classes. Um, so they opted to teach from home instead of going to school. Um, I talked yeah. to a friend of ours that is a teacher. He came down with it. So I could imagine those kids are bringing things through school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so might be, might be better to work from home, but we don't have, there's no teachers union here. So yeah, ain't no unions in North Carolina. Uh, speaking of DC, DC is the new epicenter for it. Oh uh, uh, yeah. They're the number one right now with, with, with all the COVID nineteen cases. They have the highest daily number of confirmed cases. They're bigger than New York? Yeah. Dang, right now. DC, what y'all doing? Um tests are selling off the shelves to the point where you can't find a test and they're trying to sign legislation to where they'll be handing out free tests. So be on the lookout for that. And there's a lot of flights canceled during the holidays because of staffing issues. Mm -hmm. The staffing issues for the flights is the reason why the CDC cut that time down into five days. Now, I guess that's me being a conspiracy theorist. I read their excuse scientifically. Five days is all you need with all of the precautions they lay out. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. If any of y'all hear my voice, fuck with me and you get COVID, 10 days I won't see you, my G. That's dope. I'm not fucking with that five day shit. Anyway, we got to get some tests, man, for sure. I oh, think yeah. that's the main thing. And then people got to take the test. I think when you were talking, I was like, people think they got a cold, but they really got COVID. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's reckless to at least just. It's not for you, and I know it's time out your day because testing centers are packed. But even if you just get it at home, just check for yourself. Like I shout you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I don't feel right. Let me check real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me check. Right. And I and I think that's responsible for all of us. Like, hey, I, you know, even if you had symptoms for a day or two and they subside, because sometimes they do, you still need to be careful. You you still got. You're not the only person in your world, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, anytime I get knowledge of being around somebody that had it, I try to take a test because just in case, I ain't trying to kill nobody, grandma, bro. I ain't that, try, you know, I ain't trying to kill nobody anyway. family member. It is definitely a... Uh, <laughs> it's daytime, it's daytime, huh? It's a, it's a ripple effect. You're right. It's a ripple effect. I got a question. So I know, I know, just, you know, filling me in, like I know James is probably the only one that really don't feed into 
But does he not believe in getting tested also? No, no, no. no. no, no he no, said no. he okay. believe it's real. He just okay. he just don't want the vaccine in his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I respect you. it. I, I respect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, we joke. We joke back and forth. Yeah, about I just it. didn't know because you know some people who don't even believe in getting tested because they're like, oh, they're gonna give it to you. Yeah, to test and all of that. Nah, I'm not gonna do nobody like that. But no. yeah. Hey guys, I I never took a test in my life and I got it before. So whatever. Believe what you want. Um. Yeah, man. Um, but it, this is pretty interesting. Outside of COVID, California pushing for STI home uh, home testing. They're pushing to get insurances to cover STI testing. With COVID being the main thing that the CDC and most public health officials are focusing on, they're missing this uptick in STIs. If you don't know what STI is, that's a sexual transmitted infection, aka disease, whatever. I don't know if y'all know this. Syphilis is on the rise. What? Again? It's, 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 yes. That shit, and that shit be horrible. Like, it's two, a killer. 279% increase, and mostly being found in kids. Huh? Oh, like high schoolers? No, babies. Passing it through the womb. Oh. Because people are not getting checked. One thing I know for <laughs> Doctors sure. Doctors don't check that shit? One thing I know for sure, people are not wearing condoms. That's a fact. People are not <laughs> wearing condoms, and I'm not shaming anybody. If that's your choice, that's your choice. But you also have to be responsible with that choice. Test yourself, which I think uh, one something that this article said um, was people may feel more comfortable being able to test yourself at home because I know it's like you got to go to the clinic, doctor's office, you got to right. wait around, see somebody you know, see somebody you know. Like damn, so, they go Adrian. She probably think I got some shit now. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine being in the comfort of your home doing that test. Maybe more people will test, know, and get cured. Because at this point, none of this is uncur- uh, uncurable or uh, un- uh, non. Let me say, everything you get treated. Way. Yeah, you can treat you everything. You can treat everything. So I, COVID nineteen is the big thing, but I think we as humans, we still have sex. Sex is something we have, we love, we talk, we promote it, and we need to do it safely. So I, we used to promote safe sex on this show with one condoms. Shout out to one condoms. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you're a dude and you listen to this show and you got more than one sexual partner, wear that condom, my G, because just because all of them is clean or you ain't got burnt yet, like eventually you gonna pass that shit and it's gonna spread, like COVID. <laughs> just like that COVID. That caused you to go blind and all. Kinds yeah, of I heard it yes. eat your brain or something. Eat your brain. Here I go going off the headlines, but I heard it eat your brain. <laughs> No, nah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Not physically, but that's the word. it does. Mm-hmm. That's all I got in news. That's all it. All right, let's move on to the meat, the meat and potatoes. <laughs> all right, man. So <laughs> while we were gone, everyone's favorite show came to a close, and we've been talking about it on this show, uh, not consistently, but. We've been talking about it on this show. Insecure finally ended after mm-hmm. five seasons, man. First and foremost, shout out to Issa Rae. That shit is dope. You're right. Um, Lovely ending, beautiful ending, beautiful season. I'm not going to lie. It had its points where I didn't like it. But if you put that season together as a movie, great. Right. Right. It was, Fucking it was a great. little slow. Definitely. It was three like, episodes right. that I enjoyed. All right, goddamn. Well, you know, but, yeah. Yeah. well, maybe four. I did like when they I, went back to Stanford. That was a what? when they went back to Stanford. You liked the first I like that. That was the first episode? Was oh, okay. So I like the first one. I like the one when... um. 
with Lawrence. His first, the first episode with Lawrence. Focusing on him. Yeah, yeah and then the episode cool. before the finale, and then the finale. Those yeah. are my favorite episodes. I, I, the one before the finale had me really wanting a little bit more. Like, like if we yeah. could have started <laughs> off that way, like, <laughs> exactly. That would have been. It was yeah, a slow build. I feel like it was a lot of just like we gonna slow walk y'all to this end. Though. Yep. They did. Yeah, they definitely did. They did. I think they took us through... Oh, spoilers for anybody. If you have not <laughs> watched Insecure yet, I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen to the end and then go watch it. We about to tell y'all what the fuck happened. I, I, I think Insecure has been a show about the growth of a single woman. Um, just coming into her womanhood, trying to find her way after college, after uh, a relationship. Like, all together, it, 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 we all can relate to that. It, mm-hmm. it, it captures that precious age of somewhere between 25 28 to about 30 something years old trying to find your way and and, and trying to live that american dream because honestly the end was similar to the american dream she 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 finished she got her guy she didn't get her kid but they still are happy right in a roundabout way i think i don't i don't like love stories but this is one i like because it's it's, real yeah it's very real like she cheated on him he was depressed he went back out there in these streets and thought he could fuck the pain away but then he had to learn about himself then they tried to get back together he fuck around have a baby on her this is real life. Right. It was a happy <laughs> ending with the realistic shit that yeah. go with it. Hey. You got so many people that feel like, oh, my life ain't going to be that. All right, bitch. You think right. <laughs> like, this right. is going to be, you don't have to accept that this Not nigga got a kid. Candy and <laughs> Let me clear this up. He did not have a kid on her. He, no. No, not on her, but he had, okay. And yeah. the only reason I'm clearing out, not because, he because did. you said it, he but because did. people are, when I get into the, my insecure battles about Lawrence. Yeah. It's like, and then he gonna have a baby on her. Like, bro, Lawrence was he didn't never have the baby in he the relationship. The yeah, I, I, like, I was team he Lawrence. He got in a situation, and you you realize that it's not working for either one of you. You try to go back to home where you know, but now she's pregnant. Like, right. You know yeah, he did all the right things. He yeah. thought she was on birth control, which she says she was. I took him back, but you know, it's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, could, I, I mentally couldn't. Right. I. That mean, he was my favorite character. Issa on the was show. a runner. Oh, for sure. Issa was a runner. And when she decided to leave her job, that was her first time stepping away from running. Because mm-hmm. she, she she started that business and she stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying about growth. But then she had to finally grow in her relationship part of her life, with, even with her friendships. Yeah, She ran for Molly sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't want to confront my best friend so we can get back to being friends. So... That wrap up of season four, where you see them coming to the Asian spot and sit down to eat, I think it was season three or season four. Four, I believe. That right. was the beginning of her going to, you know what? I'm not gonna run no more. But now you've had your friendship. How do you have your relationship with the guy yeah. that you love? Mm-hmm. Do you run and end up unhappy, or do you you run you you stick in it and you right. stick it out and you? I think that's how happens. like getting your life together works, though. Like. Not everything at once, but once you fix one thing, it helps you fix another thing. And it's kind of like a domino effect. So it's like, all right, I can't fix my relationship, my friendship, my my debt, my all this at one time. So let me work on one thing at a time and then it'll branch out to all aspects of life. And I think we saw that. Yeah, we did. And yeah. with her, with a lot of the characters, they even wrapped up Kelly, which Kelly wasn't a deep character, but they wrapped up right. her story. I love Kelly. Though. We love yeah. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> 
they wrapped up her story. You saw growth with Kelly. You saw every my G. Every character on there you saw growth with. Um, except for my now, the guy that I really love was Light Skin Buddy. I don't know Nathan. his name. Dro? Oh, Nathan. No. Dro? No, not Nathan. Light Skin Buddy. Light Skin Buddy that was Lawrence Homie, who talked oh, real fast oh, and was super what fucking funny. Dre? Who was it? Dre? I can't think of his yeah. name, but every guy got that friend that just keep that shit real. Right. And it's just, he's he just funny as shit. Like, bro, you need to goddamn do the little rocks. You a bitch. Like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, matter of fact, the advice he gave him in season five, I don't think y'all realize he took that advice. Because remember, his wife left him. Oh, yeah. He went back and fought for her and got his wife back. And then the next season, Lawrence said, oh, y'all back together? He's like, yeah, I had to go get that back. <laughs> like, so, it, yeah. It's, and that's why I started to say it was coming from one of the, out of every friend, I wasn't going to expect that advice from him. Right. And but you, you know what? They started. He gave the best advice. Yeah, yeah. He gave the best advice. It, it was real and quick. It was short, quick, and you probably didn't. You probably glanced over it because the way he, he presented it. His advice was. It, it was like it was efficient. If I was you, I cut that <laughs> shit dry, shit, nigga. Anyway, uh, y'all trying to get <laughs> something? You gonna do with it? Yeah. Like, like, but you know what? Your friends always got the answer. They don't have to think hard. It's us that got to do the hard thing. Like, damn, that nigga, right? Like, now I gotta yeah. sort my feelings out about what he just said. But that is a great. Thing that ain't ain't nothing doing. like that feeling when your friends sit you down and talk to you. Oh, yeah. They be the most eye-opening moments sometimes. Oh, yeah. Most definitely, man. I must be that friend because I don't really have too many. Of you could be. Cause I'm, I'm not that friend because I don't talk to nobody. I confront people like a motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably me. Um... Yeah, did y'all have anything else on Insecure? I did What's have a question. Follow it up, though? That's well, they got rap shit thing. coming out. I rap think. shit is coming out. They rap. They actually shot the first season already. I know this because mm. I've been following Darius. Uh, shout show. out to Darius. Uh, Harlem was pretty good on Amazon. I love Harlem that. was awesome. Uh, you finally made it through. I finally finished Harlem. I loved it. I loved every minute of Harlem. Yeah, yeah Harlem was good. It's it a little. Cool. It's similar story, but a lot different. Still same, like young early Four or late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. 30s, yeah. One thing, I, up. one thing I didn't appreciate about Harlem was the light-skinned girl trying out being gay. I, uh, I don't want her to play with that character's emotions right. if she decides she wants right. to be straight. Like, if, if you're going to, if you truly feel like this is your sexuality, take your friend's advice and don't experiment. Like, either you're in this or you're not in this. And I fell in love with that character real shortly because I could tell... She knows she was just a good person on the screen. I don't know. I can't remember her name, but I fell in love with her character. And when I see her kind of like feeling her a little bit, I'm like, nah, I don't do and it. And she getting with the dude. Right. Oh, she don't do my nigga like, RNS like, like, like that. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Please don't do my nigga He RNS. had a job in a minute. I need him to be on the show. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, but I like his character on the show. So did y'all like catch it. when she said uh, he, she wrote, he, uh, Megan Good goes, he reminds me of a guy I used to know her oh, yeah. aggravating cousin yeah, yeah, named Skeeter. Yeah. 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 They yeah. they did a callback on that. I did have a question though. So who y'all got? Top three couples. Okay. Between uh, Dwayne and Whitley, okay. Martin and Gina, Issa and Lawrence. I'm Martin and <sighs> Gina all day. Yeah, Martin and Gina probably my number one. I'm I can't biased. know. Did those are sitcom couples, and this is drama couples. And then I'm Dwayne. Well, it's a curious sitcom. Is it? It's just, it was just on HBO. It is a sitcom. It just doesn't have a laugh track. That's a sitcom. Yeah. I don't care what you say. That's I never liked sitcom. Dwayne. Martin and Gina went through their ups and downs too. And I, Dwayne and Whitley definitely went through their ups and downs. She I was know, about to get married. I like the Dwayne and Whitley story, but I never Sorry, appreciated it. <laughs> 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 
Mine would probably be Issa and Lawrence because I see myself in Lawrence. I've been Lawrence before. You know yeah, saying? I think we've all been Lawrence. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will admit I've been Lawrence. I've been Dwayne Wayne. A men will admit that they've been through that. So. I love you, Dwayne. I'm a, I'm a, I've dated a Lawrence, but I wasn't Issa in the, that situation. I was a little more supportive. And you was yeah. uh, the girl that he left. The first girl he dated after Issa. What was her name? With the big nah. ass butt. Well, Oh, the brown skin girl. Yeah, the one that called him a fuck nigga. Uh He's like, what you mean? Top (laughs) ten asses on TV. She had that motherfucker. I'm sorry. (laughs) She had that motherfucker bounce back there. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was a good bounce back girl for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he was was Lawrence Hive. That's when he wasn't Team Lawrence. That's when it was the Lawrence Hive where everybody was just cheering him on. Season two. (laughs) Season two and three when he was just fucking everything. He was oh, yeah. rough I'm going too, back to boy. season they, two. He was dedicated to that. There's role. a scene uh-huh. in season two where her ass is bouncing, nigga. That might have been the first episode of season two. The sex scene, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's how they opened up the season. Like he just tanned it up front and back. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Too. Uh, <laughs> nah, the insecure Issa. What's your couple? I went with Martin and Gina's my favorite. Yeah. I knew he would. Yeah, that's, that's my people. They've been through it too, though. Yeah, I just go with them because that's always I'm right. More of a and girl. that was the first time I think that the woman made more money than the man, and they expressed they 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 dived into that a few episodes. Yeah. Hey, radio guys don't make a lot of money at all. They don't make a lot of money. So uh, yeah, you're right. I never noticed that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Gina was highly successful. Mm-hmm. Radio is one of those careers about market and your station and ads. It's convoluted. You got to be in it for something different. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Selling Temple. All right. And I want you to move your mic closer for this one because y'all, y'all niggas is about to really begin getting to it. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Tell me about Selling Sell me on Selling Temple and where can I find this show? You're going to let Jeremy do it. Go ahead. All right. So selling, I watch Selling Sunset, so which is about these uh, real estate girls. The, the and, Oppenheimer group. The Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer group or whatever they call uh, in California, and they sell like these million dollar homes, but they all look like Paris Hilton or right. um, just that LA look, that that style, and they make big money. Um, so, this is a spinoff of that, and it's called Selling Tampa, but it's about an all female, all person of color um, firm, real estate firm in Tampa Bay. Uh, and it, I mean, it's a good show. I liked it. Uh, it was some controversy regarding oh, the fact that they don't sell houses on there. They show houses, but not one house was sold. One house sold the whole series. It was more about drama and them dating football players. Were they real estate agents? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, Sherelle owns her own brokerage. Mm -hmm. There's another young lady that they were friends, and she brought her into the brokerage. um, But she also has her own brokerage license. So she's thinking about um, separating to start her own brokerage and trying to take two of her uh, most successful agents with her so that's some of the drama and mm. I feel like they focusing more here's what gets me about these black <laughs> reality shows like I just you know I get that it's gonna it's about drama but like you said on the with the Oppenheim group or whatever they call they still sell yeah shit. every episode they sell in the house why we got to be about the drama and we ain't being productive or nothing <laughs> right like like why that's a great point yeah that's what dj envy was saying but people that. were coming for envy my reason for he watching signed up this. for the show who no envy saw the show and it just was like the producers need to show them actually selling the houses instead of focusing on the drama oh, okay, he yeah. may be, if he is signing up to be on the show that may be to give a different perspective like, i agree with that yeah and i think I that'll be dope because that's what i want to see my purpose for watching it is really to learn the jargon because i want to get into real estate oh, okay but you get sucked in 
too. You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. There's some nice houses show. in Tampa. I ain't know Tampa had it like that. Yeah, man. And they're trying yeah. to uh, expand. Yeah. Really Miami, like right? I think she's trying to go so to Miami. Like I really like Tampa. I was just throwing that out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, so they ended with Sherelle and her news about being pregnant. I think they just had the baby. Yeah, her and Chad yeah. just had the baby. Yeah, Shout out to Ojo so Cinco. We'll probably come back in oh, that. his wife is on there? Yeah, she the owner. Yeah. All right. Oh, they not married. Yeah. Oh, this girl. Married like all of them. Like one of the girls. She's like the one that owns the broker. Got NFL. Sure. Married to an NFL player. Like all uh, the um the one girl. Her baby daddy is uh forgot his name, but he used to play for the Titans. Like all of them associated with football players somehow, some way. So, and I'm gonna say this, sport. and then we can get off now. The two girls that ain't doing what they need to be doing, I agree. They gotta go. Yeah. One girl, she act like she fucking slow. That she definitely is slow. She married to a player. Yeah, she married like to the NFL that. player. Like she weird and oh she she trying to get some type of sympathy. You not doing no work, right? Baby. And you just here to be seen. You ain't like, even trying. Yeah, you making us look. She bad. she did, did a show and didn't know how many rooms and uh, bathrooms was in the house. Uh, era, she, uh, she her research. I think it's five bedrooms. No, six, maybe five. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible, girl. But I'm I think watch it. yeah, I think maybe they definitely gonna do a season two. Um, I think they're gonna try to show a little bit more What's of the the, the real estate selling? stuff. Yeah, selling Sunset is pretty yeah, good too. I like that one too. I watch they got a lot of drama too, but they sell houses. Yeah, I, I agree I with what you're saying, man. I kind of I haven't watched it, but yeah, like I want to see us sell houses. Yeah, you want. And if I watch Selling this. Sunset and you tell me that now. Then when I watch this one, I'm going to be mad that we sold no houses. <laughs> so I'm going to just watch <laughs> like, Selling Temple. Yeah, 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 I'm just going to stick to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's up, man. Uh, what are you guys watching? Let us know. Hey. I ain't watching shit. No, I'm just joking. I'm watching some stuff. I'll let y'all know later this week. I'm watching the game. Uh, you like <laughs> it? I only saw the first episode, okay, but I was, I was very disappointed. I liked it when Kelsey Grammer was producing. I'm sorry. I'm going to say this and we can move on. I haven't watched it yet. The character development with Malik is great writing. My sister said it's really good. Yes. The, the new they, season? The way they transformed him from the Malik we Your know. kind sister? Your, yes. your sister that's kind and nice? Hold on. <laughs> is she the mean one? <laughs> Me? Now. Now we had yeah. a conversation before the show about oh. her sister. And I was Y'all like, can say it. She don't watch y'all. Oh, uh, okay. And I just thought, <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I do know your sister. She was always nice and kind. She was like, what? <laughs> she know how she know how she is. She probably gonna uh, hear you say that and be like, "Who is he talking about?" <laughs> talking about you, girl. Well, go ahead. Back to uh, that. But no, the the writing for the character Malik and the way they matured him and the way he's grown and he's not the same person is very fucking beautiful. I'm sorry. That's I like what that. I like that's that. what brought me in is that right there. Like because I watched the show for Duran and then I watched it for Blue. Uh, Blue in there? Lawrence's character? No, no, originally. Oh. Like, I used to keep up with Brooks. He was my character. And then when Lawrence became our, you know, Blue, when he became a part of the show, I loved that character. So now. Was that Lawrence? Yeah, that was was Lawrence's Lawrence's character. I'm thinking about the dude that he left. What is that nigga real name? That that his girl left him for. Makai Brooks' character. That Duran girl left him for? I thought you were talking about him. No, no, no. Blue. I watched for Duran. I watched for Blue. And then finally, uh, now I'm watching for the main character. I'm watching for Malik because I like this dude. This is the dude you want to invite over to your house. You want him to meet your friends. You want to kick it with Malik. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not going to spoil it, but you, Malik ain't the asshole that he used to be. 
Oh, okay. So now Which it's is good because it shows a black man and his growth. Yes, yeah. and, that's, right. and that's why I'm gonna give it one more chance. Yeah. I'm gonna give so, it one more chance. Them yeah. graphics just wasn't doing it for me. If you pay, <laughs> you, you really were a game graphics. fan and paid attention. He started maturing during the season, like during yeah. the shows towards the end. Like yeah. I saw a big transformation. So now yeah. it's coming full. Remember, he was trying to get off drugs at one point. He was trying uh-huh. to get off alcohol. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's coming full circle. So like. It's dope. It's oh, dope. wait a minute. His girl with him? The pretty uh, brown skin girl? I don't want to run it. Shit. Just yeah, watch it. Watch tune it. in. If you got what Cinema app, on? search it. If you got uh, Paramount. Paramount Plus. Paramount, Paramount Plus. I ain't got that shit. Um, and I don't <laughs> have Sign that. up for the free trial. <laughs> yeah, just sign up for the free trial. And then trial. once it run out, just I'm use old, another I email. I a reminder because I'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I got that's, that's 25 more apps on here. Right. They love charging me. Yeah. All right. Um. Now, this is viral. And I guess I added it to the list because until I listened to this, I thought that maybe this guy was molested by his mom. But Jim Jones' mom taught him how to kiss. And the clarification on that is what she just showed him. She didn't kiss her son. None of that nasty shit. And then it got me to thinking, like, would y'all rather show y'all child... Would y'all answer that type of question? Show that type of stuff to a kid? I mean, or would you let the streets do that? Like, hey, like you go first. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I wouldn't want my parents to tell me about stuff. But I think it just really depends on the relationship you got with your kid. Tell me, tell me. She was the mom was 17 when she had Jim. Mm-hmm. So that's let me throw that out there too. I was but 17 when I had my son. Go ahead. All right. So that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking like it depends on the relationship you have with your kid. If y'all comfortable talking about stuff like that, then cool. But me trying to talk to my parents about sex, I don't think I got that. Okay, so for me, I don't, I didn't, I heard a little bit of it, a clip of her talking about it, but I don't know the the full thing. First of all, let me just say these are, her and Jim Jones, I just feel like she's just strange. I just right. feel now, like I remember her from the reality just, show. She's very oh, unique. Okay. She's a that. different she type of mom. That. So there's a lot going on there that has always been interesting for me. However, um, I'm not going to show my son how to kiss or things like that. But as a woman, I don't want him to get out here and let other men tell him how to treat a woman. And I'm a woman that I know. Ah, um, and so that. for me, there are little things that I have conversations with my son. Like he's he's kind of awkward. You know what I'm saying? Very smart, very handsome, but he's awkward little dude. So maybe you get your swag from the from the from the dudes. But when it comes to catering to a woman and things that y'all kind of miss the curve on young in life, I feel like you should have that relationship with your parent, you know? So I don't know. I I'm, I'm not against showing them things, but not, I'm not physically going to be like, okay, son, you put a tongue. No. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> like, that, is that how she things. taught him? I guess she was like, put your tongue here. She said, yeah. She kind of, she said, yeah, she, about, she, said she choked, showed him. I put my tongue out, but we didn't touch like, You just do it like, basically like saying, son, you just take your tongue out. You know, wow. That's how you doing. Like, that's kind of how I she did. I think Jim thinks she's fucking weird. <laughs> Probably. I think he They used to argue mom, on that show. I think show. he like, mom, like, you weird, yo. Yeah. Like, but I at the end of the day, she's not that woman. You know what I'm saying? That would touch her kid in that way. Yeah. I don't think you so know? Um, Something you said I really want to piggyback on. I I think it's up to the parent to educate the kid on sex as far as a, a, the education piece. The showing you how piece. <laughs> it's difficult, especially as I sit next to my partner here because I have a daughter. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So there's a lot of like I could imagine me having a son because I know how, like... That's a different dynamic. 
it's a different dynamic and I hate it because our mentalities for our our, our boys are different. Mm-hmm. It's like, son, you about to get up in that thing. Why, right. boy, son? Right. <laughs> hey, let's get, use this. Make sure you get no mad. Like, <laughs> I know guys talk to their sons in that way. Uh-huh. Me personally having a daughter who has a brother who I lived in the house with and helped raise, I wanted to keep everything even killed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I could even tell my son that because... You and your, you and my daughter friends. Oh, your dad was telling me. I, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked dad information. He told me leave it alone. So mm-hmm. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe that you should educate him. Would you tell a son, your son, yeah, that it, now? It, though here's my, here's my. I guess at, at my age. Yeah, like if you're 34, you wouldn't tell no. To go in there, and beat it up. I'd probably no, like, Bruh, not, be careful with her emotions. Yeah, <laughs> at, at, at my age, I'm on a different. Landscape and at my age, honestly, if you're having sex and you're looking for sexual right. advice, I don't want to really get that deep into it until you're like out of my house. I at this you. point, you're a grown up. Well, yeah, you've had. I know you had sex and you in your own house having. Are you probably still staying with me because you can't find no place to live? Whatever. I just know you're <laughs> an adult now. And what the fuck, man? When when do we take the lid off of this and get to the nitty gritty? Yeah. Because I also want my son to learn about. See, this is the thing. I would want my children to know more about sex for me when it's time because I want them to know, especially my daughter, your pleasure is important. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds wild, but but men, we are we go for ours. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if you haven't been taught by anybody growing up that a woman pleasures matter too, then you go around here thinking you big dick willy. Ding, ding. And you ain't, uh-huh. ain't ain't out here doing nothing. I remember yeah. them days. Yeah, you ain't doing nothing but just making her vagina swollen and sending her uh-huh. home. Boy, and, I, and she think that's sex. Telling your friends about it. Yeah. Like, bro, I had her moaning. Tell them, nigga. No, she was just yelling. <laughs> she moaning, bro. She called me daddy. Yeah, she was just... A, and she's only going for what she know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would want them to know at least that much. Like, hey. And I don't know what age is appropriate to say that to your kid. But I just would, especially my daughter. Your pleasure does matter. And see, we have very realistic conversations. Like, my daughter is 16, but we've been talking about sex for a while. And I'm probably the one that came to her because I I came from that. I've been having sex since I was 14 years old. So I'm going to come to my child and be like, for me, it was more so, hey, I'm not naive. I'm not my mom. I know you're curious. I know you're probably interested. When this starts to when you start getting this urge, or, please just come to me first. I'm not saying I approve the shit, but like, come to me. Right. I wish I could have come to my mother. We know how our parents was. We just don't talk yeah. about that shit. And that, I wish I wouldn't have been pregnant. For real, your parents gonna give you, you know the real. Saying? Like your friends gonna tell you. Like I remember for the longest time. I think we talked about this before. We thought it was three holes. Oh yeah, <laughs> for the longest time because that's what kids is saying. Like which hole you put it in. I'm like, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just know that the third option ain't even an option because it's too small of a hole. <laughs> right. Just know, I know that now. But but that's what you get from learning yeah. from your friends. But yeah, I mean, if you feel comfortable comfortable enough going to your parent, I think that's where you should go. Yeah. And I think over time that conversation will grow as an adult. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. uncomfortable. But as an adult, if your child feels comfortable enough to say, yo, pop, I got some questions about 
Which hole to put it in? G spot. <laughs> yeah. How do I find it? And you know what I'm saying? Thing. Like, my dad would have been like, "What hole? What you talking about?" <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, listening to what you was just saying. Like, if I had a son, I'd be telling him da 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 da. That's the same thing these niggas in the street tell him. So, what's the difference if he come to his father? Yeah, and I'd rather you get yeah. it from me. It's just so. at what stage do we even open up that conversation? To, hey, dad, how do I pleasure a woman? Yeah. Like, how do I make it pleasurable that's for her? That's the conversation. It's like if you ask me too young, I'm gonna tell you to read a book. <laughs> And I guarantee you, if there were more conversations about like like that, it probably wouldn't be so much fuckery going on. If there wasn't, we wish. (laughs) This is a sex rabbit hole, but I told, I said this this week. I said, like, especially in the black community, in society, sex is so demonized. We're so nervous to talk about it, even with our partners. Mm -hmm. Like, even with our partners, there's people our age, and we may not be like that. I'm just speaking for people our age. That still don't enjoy sex because they can't say, "Hey, babe, when you do X, Y, Z, I don't like it." You feel what I'm saying? And the girl is scared to say, "Hey, this is good for you, but I don't enjoy this." It's like a conversation right. that's so hard to have because sex has been taught like, "Don't do that," or "You gonna get pregnant," or so it's like when you want to have sex, you get weird about it, or you get sneaky about it, I, or you... I don't know you know this person watches y'all podcast, but I'm gonna just say this shit. So, the last person I had sex with, I tried to have, like, somewhat of a conversation. And, like, he's not bad at it, but it was something he did, and I was like, hey, don't fuck me. Mm. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, don't do not do that. And I they were like, oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. But I ain't seen him since. So, Damn. I don't know. It's like, it's an uncomfortable thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but yeah. it's important. Yeah. Like, and, I and that's why I, I say them uncomfortable, but everybody can't have that conversation. Like, we was good up to that point, and it's just like, don't mm. let men, don't let your, we got a male audience. Got a men, ego. don't let your ego get in the way. Don't let I your ego wonder, get in the way. I, I'll never know because I'm not calling that. It's to help, <laughs> it's to I'll help her know. out. And if you help her out, I guarantee whatever nasty thing you're trying to do to her, she definitely gonna help you out. That was done. It's just like let's move on. He let's probably on. yeah. He probably let's was like, on. "Girl, trying to teach me how to fuck up and fucking for fifteen years." Killing that shit. You see me? <laughs> know what I do? I was in the door to Dougie. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> yeah, move on, nigga. Hold on, bro. I don't need you know I got it. <laughs> Oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. Before we even move on. Hey, you mind if I get a time check on that camera? Just tell me the time on it. Bro, nigga. It's a biggie, right? Come on, bro. Know what I'm saying? If you get in something and you can swim in that thing that is, I need advice. Right. Bro, this shit. I'm too old to hit the Dougie. <laughs> I'm too old. I look you dead in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm there too. <laughs> but if you out there 25, just got down. <laughs> like, fam, you doing it? <laughs> Facts. All right, man. Um, let me see if I can take advantage of the time over there. Um, let's do it, man. The rest of this, we just running through. All right. Tristan Thompson's apology. Shout out to my nigga Tristan. Shout out, first of all, man. <laughs> no shout out to this nigga. Boy, Tristan's something else. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't fuck with you, bro. <laughs> Tristan's something else. All right, real quick, man. So we talked about this on this show um, a couple times about Tristan Thompson having this baby, telling this girl. Basically, nigga, you've been guilty the whole time with the text messages <laughs> and shit. So this week, this dumbass, he comes out, he goes, 
He's, he puts out an apology. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that the paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. I also want to apologize to the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I fucked up. I misrepresented y'all with all this shit. Um, Bruh, it's too late, my nigga. Right, ain't no Amazon. Right, and then get them, get them checks ready. You need to. I'm not one of those people that like the public apology. <laughs> Me neither. But no. some people are saying that he did her dirty in public, so he need to apologize in public. But I mean, hopefully she can move on, find her another tall black man, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she and she will. Yeah. Didn't uh, Brittany Renner find another athlete? Yeah, I think she was dating another G League dude or something like that. So. Um, he also that said that ain't COVID. That's aftermath. <laughs> and he also said, "Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this heartache and humiliation I've caused you. Right? You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. My actions certain haven't lined, have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you." He added, "Regardless of what you may think." And again. I'm incredibly sorry. Now, why are you apologizing to your ex? But I'm didn't, he, didn't he leave his ex for Chloe? Like, what did he date? Like, the ex was saying that they was dating at the same time that him and Chloe was dating. So, I mean, that's probably one of those things where if you, if he cheating on you, if he cheating on his girl with you, what make you think he ain't going to do it to I you? I always hate situations like this when <clears throat> things to me or you, like, is normal shit. Like, why is this even anybody? business that right? is you true like i'm saying but like i got a homeboy that, that goes platform, through this all the time publicly humiliated <laughs> there and i just hate when like yeah. goddamn nigga <laughs> wish luck. somebody said that he played chloe better than he played basketball yeah <laughs> uh, hey who, whoever that is shout out to you i like that oh uh, let me see what we got antonio brown antonio brown if you did not see the game antonio brown walked out two sundays ago he came to the sidelines, he took his pads off, he took his shirt off, he ran out the field pumping up the fans, and he dipped. That's what, at that point in time, that's all we had. Media said he was crazy. Media talked about CTE. They talked about the hit. The media talked about money that he was supposed to be making. The media made a lot of assumptions. Then Antonio Brown said, hey, man, my ankle was hurt. That's why I did not want to go back out. And that's what happened, and that's why I left. Now, I listened to a clubhouse room of him explaining. I want Antonio Brown to stop talking. <laughs> because up until he broke it down, mm. wow, he fucked up. Yeah. Uh, up until he broke it down, I see, I full, full picture here. Antonio Brown says he's been injured the whole season. Antonio Brown said he told the coaches he couldn't play. Antonio Brown says he's on an earnest salary. So the salary thing is true. Antonio Brown told him he couldn't go, but they tell him anyway to go. So he goes. Now, being a human being, the decision to go, ultimately your health is up to you. I'm pretty sure if LeBron said he can't go, he's not going. And Antonio Brown is a LeBron. I ain't going to say LeBron-like talent, but if we're talking about top receivers in the league, he ain't lost no step. He still right. like that. So if you don't want to go, you definitely don't have to go. But you're on the earner's salary. Cool. We go to the game. Antonio Brown has a point. If my ankles hurt and you're not throwing me the football, then I'm sitting down. 
because I'm fucking hurt and I'm playing on her ankle. I'm with Antonio. Well, he should have said that that's, and just kept it I at think that. That's the point he about to try. Uh, <laughs> I'm with Antonio Brown on that. But then you said you went to the sidelines and told the coach you was done. Coach in coach football man. land. And I don't know if y'all watch football player interviews, watch them talk about the league. They have reckless mouths. They talk crazy to each other. This ain't basketball. It's like you talk crazy to a nigga, he cry, and you be like, my bad, bro. Basketball is softer sport. This is a rough-ass sport. These niggas is wild. They use all type of language. He said, well, sit your ass down. You done. Antonio Brown talked so much that I figured out you didn't like the way Bruce Arians spoke to you. On top of the fact that they got you out here running around and they're not targeting you so you can make the money because you want to earn a salary. You did what Antonio Brown do. You threw a fit, you left. All you had to do was sit down, go to the locker room, shower, let it be. You cause a media circus, they let you go. I'm not saying Antonio Brown is wrong. I'm not saying the Tampa Bay organization is right. But at the end of the day, if you can't go, you just can't go. You sit down. There's a reason why Mike Evans came to him on the sidelines to calm him down. So that's why I say, at some point, you got to stop talking. Because you talk yourself out of people being like, damn, that's fucked up. Because now I have the full picture and I got it from your mouth. So if it's something I'm not understanding, Antonio Brown, let me know. Was it that you, if you were out of the game, you were out of the, you know, your contract? So you you was done, done for real? Is that what was he, what, what he was saying with you? I don't know. And it's not league-like for them to bench you and then cut you all during that benching. It usually happens sometime that week like it did happen. So I don't know what would have happened if he would have just sat down and just sat for the rest of the game. But he yep. chose to do what he did. And I know once the media get involved, the franchises is like, all right, what you want to do about this problem who can't even help us win mm. because he's out because he's hurt. I don't know. You know, I don't know as much about sports, sports as y'all do. But I chimed in on the issue and what was going on. A lot of people were talking about him having mental health issues and things of that nature. That is, I'm not saying that he, someone's pulling the mental health card one of the things i am tired of though is people pulling the mental health card and like i guess my thing is like where do we draw a line when it comes to letting people get away with that people have gotten away with murder based off their mental health yeah so at some point we have to kind of like draw a line in the sand like all right nigga as soon as you sign this contract we're gonna have to figure some of this shit out because you're not gonna be doing that every time right don't go your way now you're right if you know somebody got mental health issues they need to work on Maybe that. Maybe they don't leave. This is their league. We got a special health league. The NFL here, is their league. league <laughs> the special ed, the you special know. NFL. I really hope they do something for these guys. Um, I'll move on once I say this. I'm not going to say I feel sorry for football players because this is a decision that you make mm-hmm. personally. Um, to get your head bashed in week after the week and hope that your brain is okay after years. But, I do think they need to help you and I do think they need to support you. And I do think you need to have some type of health care and some type of support from the league that you gave your life to afterwards. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just as a company, it's the right thing to do. Fi- financially, would they do it? They touched on this on the game. Where does it end? But I got to go watch that shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> young Dolph, young Dolph's murder suspect is Justin Johnson. 
They're looking for him now. He hasn't been caught. Has this recording. Uh, he's a 23-year-old rapper known as Straight Drop. Um, the Benz was spotted in Straight Drop's video. A video he shot. Um, actually, the and um, somebody said they seen it spotted at this house. So, um, they're looking for him right now. I personally don't think he shot Young Dolph. But I think he knows who shot Young Dolph. So this is you being a conspiracy theorist. This is my conspiracy. <laughs> okay. And I think he's going to snitch. I think he's going to snitch. Whatever happens, he's snitching. He's 23 years old. We're going to see. Money on that right now. Right. <laughs> I don't know. If he's a real nigga, he ain't going to The betting snitch. odds of him snitching. <laughs> so. um, also, Twitter was in a rage this week. Uh, Somebody tweeted out the Jill Scott sex tape. And mm. nigga, I was online <laughs> I was during work, work looking for hours for this. I tape. wish you would have told me. I would have helped you look. I was going to send you the tape when I found oh, it. Oh, that would have like, been, that. been a good I, gift. Nigga, you knew I was going <laughs> as soon as I find it. Johnny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love what me a nice, full figured woman. Shit, me too. Huh? Oh, Jill Which Scott. I don't imagine. I just really feel like her in, her, in her heart of heart, she's just a very nasty creature. Sexually, but I when y'all so. had gotten to tape me, I was like, "This is it." She sit there barely, barely you know making what? a noise. <laughs> there was only one good sex tape in the history of sex tape, in my opinion, and it's the one with your girl from uh, Housewives in the shower. Oh, uh, 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 Mimi. Mimi. And I'm not saying the sex tapes suck. I don't like the view. Like most of the time it's like the head yeah. and you get your dick so like it's not a yeah. good view. Right. I mean it's just you I mean it's a private act. Yeah, it's so, like So I mean they ain't trying to film no no Emmy, get an Emmy for it. But why, but when you looking back at it though, you now, wanna see I, Right. Like True. Now Mimi's they had somebody filming hers. That shit was <laughs> fight. They had a cameraman for her. I watched it a plenty of times. I didn't I never do it. But I think what had happened was the sex tape leaked and then they were like, we're going to leak it anyway. So can we add this scene to it? And that's why that, because they, they got the one where they're in the bed and they got the one where she in the shower. Right. Yeah. So I think it leaked and then they was like, well, if this going to be out, we might as well make some money. So let's film this scene. I'm telling you right now, if I film sex from here on out, it will be set up with tripods and everything. That's what's yeah, up. I'm going to call you when like I need to get our, mine done. Niggas just set the tripods so up and I like, tell you what to do. You edit it on your own. Right. Yeah. You just set the cameras up for me and get all the angles and then leave. Yeah. I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you can hold on to it. Uh, <laughs> what we at? Uh, Pooh Shiesty. Pooh Shiesty pled guilty. I'm just following y'all up. Uh, he pled guilty to conspiring to the mm, conspiring to possess firearms and drug trafficking. He facing what? Twenty. He was facing twenty. He's got it down to eight. All right, then. So we so, might see Shiesty again. We might see Shiesty here. Probably get it down to three with good behavior. So. Right. Uh, I love Pooh Shiesty, so I really hope he get out, man. I really hope he get out, man. Um. Other than that, a, can I present something? Go ahead. Maybe y'all talked about this. I don't know. So I was listening to something, and it sent me down uh, my rabbit hole of investigation. So I was listening to an interview that uh, what's old girl Aaron Hall's baby mama? Aaron Hall. Old video. I don't video. know her name, but didn't he beat her? And she was she was young. She was underage when they started dating. Oh. Mm. So there, is this, there was always Sex. this thing back in the day. Everybody was like, you know, R. Kelly want to be the next Aaron Hall, this, that, and the third. He was like his protege because, you know, um, I think I think he sung background for him at some point. Or they had something correlated. I don't know. They did. But I just, it just, I was just wondering, like, and she just flew by that part. Like, they just went through the interview like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah, I've been dating since I was 16 and da, 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 or whatever age it was. And. 
just moved on from that. But then I just started, my wheels started turning and I'm just, all of the people during that time frame, and she was just talking about how she was close to Pac and da 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 and this, that, through Aaron. Um, I just wonder how many there are really out there. Touching young girls. Are being in a relationship with that young girls. Have. I and believe it's a lot. Everybody keep thinking that R. Kelly going to snitch on the rest of the industry. But he hasn't done it yet. I, I think that thing is that teenage age and that adult age, like... <sighs> Gloria Velez, that's her name. Okay. Remember how when we talked about the R. Kelly thing, we we, 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 we recanted how girls in our high school would be like they date 20, 30-year-old niggas? Yeah. And yes. it never really dawned on us what was going on. I, I just feel like as we get older as a society, we start to peep that shit. Like, oh shit, hold on. You shouldn't be doing that. That shit was a lot. That was going on a lot. Right. So and I and I imagine it still goes on because it's a male dominated society, man. And and honestly, there are guys out here that just like young women. They like yeah. younger women. And I'm not talking about twenty. <laughs> right. So I, I and it's also like Why is this not alarming the girl to say, hey, dude, you about my daddy's age. Why are you trying to holler at me? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I really don't I know. I remember my mother, we had a conversation. It's common, though, in that industry. My, I, I tell you my that. My mother, when we were talking about, I, we, this is when I was in high school dating. She was like, my boyfriends were always older. They were already out of high school. Now I'm thinking about that shit. Yeah. Like, what? And you got to think that crossover from that time. Um, Joe Jackson was older than Katie. Like, she was in school. He was yeah, a grown-ass man. Yeah, older, yeah. And when we watched that movie, has kids, even my mom, you got to think. Tina, too? Huh? Tina. Yeah, but yeah. you, you got to think, from their time period, that's what was that going was on. Girls See, were able to get married at, like, 14, 15. Right. So, society has transitioned. That's not... we. Like, we learned, like, oh, shit, it's not okay. Like... Right. We, talk, we talked about on this show plenty of times, rape culture. We learned that some of our actions were not okay. You know what I'm saying? We just thought it was okay. And also the women that we were dealing with, they didn't they didn't know that that was rape culture. They might have known like, hey, that didn't feel right. But I mean, I did say, yeah. But like, it's, it's just society is maturing. It has society matures and grows. That shit is going to, you know. So now looking back, and I, I think R. Kelly is a victim of that. That's, that's I'm not kinda, saying he's I'm, a victim right, like right, what he right, did right. was right. To, yeah, he's a victim of us. There was something wrong before he had made it to the level of success that he had. And I wish that within our black family, we would start to pull aside our people and like something's burning you, somebody hurt you. We need to fix this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. We so do. I just, just want to say we back can't let it go him. by anymore. And just yeah. like, I can't believe he dating that young girl. I can't believe she dating that old ass that's man. What that's, yeah. what they, that's what we do. That's Honestly, what, we do. Did, what did you, did, what did your older people say when the sex tape came out back in the day? Cause I don't remember no older people really saying nothing crazy. We watched know? it. I thought I know some people that watched it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I watched it. We were children back then. So I guess child pornography to a child is nothing, but you know, to adult child pornography, I, do you realize that watching this girl getting peed on is child pornography? Not Are really. Are we realizing that at that time? So it's it's very it's it's so layered. 
It'll send it. Yeah. It's so late. That's a whole nother episode. We'll yeah. we get a sex I don't expert know, in here. something I was watching over the holidays, and I was like, damn, you, Gloria Velez was really out here probably like 15, 16. Right. Aaliyah, Beyonce. Everybody. Yep. Beyonce right. the same way. Jay-Z, make them timelines match up. Please. They, um, <laughs> they have a, a term that they refer to young women as when they are... Um, Model to be older and groomed to be older than what they actually are. They call them like Lolita. Have y'all oh yeah, Lolitas. Yeah, Have I didn't know that. It's like a. I know. I know like, that. If term. you hear that, somebody probably is a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. It's their code name, like yeah, Lolita, because it's like if you think back to the eighties and the nineties and pictures of Brooke Shields and things like that. Those girls was like twelve and thirteen. But volumized hair and makeup and scanty um, looking like a grown like woman. That. Like you can't put. I'm not agreeing with child predators to any degree, but you can't. I don't believe in over sexualizing them either. And we're still doing it. Why my daughter need lashes and a wig? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you ain't got alopecia, or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Other than that, like. Let a child be a child. Otherwise, you're going to continue to have this issue, and then you're going to want to see the problem. Well, why that you was my daughter? And da 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 da. Because her ass is out. Right. And, that, you know what and, I'm and, like, and not to uh, stay on this because we're about to close out, but yeah. that was my issue raising my child. Yeah. And I wish I had that word. So now I got that word. But yeah. that's basically what I was yeah. trying to tell my daughter's mom when she came home with nails. I was like, I'm basically trying to let her know, like, don't over sexualize our daughter. My daughter got a length limit still. Yeah, don't over sexualize our daughter. I thank you for that. Um, let me see if I can find this. Where's this shit at? See? <laughs> All right, awards. Oh, yeah. I could go on about that forever. We could talk about that after this. Um, all right, real nigga of the week, man. I don't know if y'all seen the clip. I think I might put it up right here. My man Jason Derulo, where was he at? Uh, airport. I believe airport or either Vegas, one of the two. Sometimes Vegas be looking like the airport. And y'all know how it is, man. When, when, when you're a celebrity, you get heckled. And what did he say to him? He said, uh, called him Usher. Uh, <laughs> no, he said something else that got beeped out. Oh, I'm not Usher sure. Motherfucker. You Usher looking whore ass. I don't know. But this is somebody saying, talking to Jason. Jason right. Derulo. Jason Derulo put them hands on that ass. When y'all gonna learn to stop fucking with these celebrities, man? Some of these niggas got enough money to pay the court fees. Shout out to Jason, man. Knocked them out. Alright, man. Let's hit him with the hit him with the dunce metal. Alright, y'all. So ran across this story. Uh don't have the names, but this is a girl that's on TikTok. Um she makes her boyfriend. He works at uh, Amazon putting packages together she made him facetime her his whole shift oh, I saw that. so that she know where he at at all times she do realize as a package handler like i can't go no fucking where i'm in a plant <laughs> like, so she make them facetime the whole time and everybody on uh twitter instagram tiktok was saying that he need to let her go because she got too many trust issues if she's forcing you to facetime her shout out to all my niggas that deal with crazy man Though, I'm gonna pray for y'all in 2022. Like yeah, kid. yeah, they were probably like 19 at the yeah. oldest. At the oldest, 19. So they don't know no better yet. <laughs> we ain't doing all that. All right, uh, person of the week. All right, I'm gonna mess the name up. Uh, but I saw this going around, and it's been a couple weeks since we uh filmed, so wanted to put this guys out here. So his name is Chidibre Ebay. Uh, he is a medical illustrator. 
So this has been popping up on my timeline. Uh, he's he's a medical student now trying to be a neurosurgeon, but he's been drawing these illustrations of the uh, uh, anatomy of the body, but doing it in dark color and black color and light skin color, uh, basically trying to give representation to the um, to black people and people of color in the medical industry. Because sometimes when you, you know, shit, OBGYN office, it's going to be a white woman's body they showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to the doctor's office or, you know, the uh, masseuse, it's going to be a white body they showing. So you're doing these medical illustrations showing people of color in that light. That's what's up, man. Representation matters. It really do. Even the smallest things like that where you don't really think about, it do matter. Like, who going to check their breasts if the, they see the white lady? You know what I'm saying? They make a black lady like, oh. Like, yeah, nice little chocolate areola. I want to yeah. see that. That's how I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check saying? mine. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> so here's where a lot of people may or may may not agree with me, but I'm like, you know, and I feel like they've been doing a great job with that lately. So I'm okay now. Like, you know, some some of the stuff I'm just like, uh, okay, it's, it was way too many black people in there. I don't know. <laughs> too much representation. Like, damn, a black dude, the slave master in the movie, too. Know, we'll even kill. Like, <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm okay with just a little bit of a variation. I don't need you to overdo it. Listen, like, keep yeah. the representation real. That's all I say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I seen some shit one time. I was like, all right, y'all got all these right. dynamics in Beverly Hills. No, you don't. Right. Don't be having Idris Alba playing Dan Marino. Like <laughs> Idris Alba in Super Bowl twenty seven. <laughs> Idris Alba is. Hold on, what's my man name? What's my man name? Oh, Idris Alba is uh Vince Lombardi. No, Morgan Freeman is Vince Lombardi. Yo, just, white people will have a fucking conniption. Uh huh. I, I just Freeman feel like they overdo it sometimes. Like that COVID Lombard. commercial they had with the dude was supposedly a drug dealer. Like, you know. Oh, got, yeah. That I mean, shit was street. hilarious. Oh, about, was it, was he it? was talking about he uh, he sold drugs and he got the shit. vaccine because he, he out here oh, hustling. Like, he don't want to be what? passing around the, the virus. Oh, the dude much. they interviewed. Now they did a commercial. <laughs> he said he a hustler. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he said he got like, the vaccine because he hustled and be around people a lot. intentional. That was that, to make people who look, who are him or look like him go get vaccinated. That, that was intentional. That the shit out of me. <laughs> that was, was like, crazy. For real? That's what we doing? That's oh, crazy. man. All right, man. That has been episode 190 of the Kick Shit Podcast. Listen, I didn't do this at the beginning of the show because I suck. And I'm just learning how to podcast again <laughs> uh, for the new year. But I want everybody to, first of all, shout out to everybody that listens to us week in and week out. Shout out to the MVPs. Shout out to the first time, last time listeners. I don't know how you found this podcast, but you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. No, we're not on Stitcher. iHeartRadio. But most of all, you can just go to kickingshippod.com and you can find everything us on the website. So go to the website, kickingshippod.com. Sign up for the email list. Get notified of what's coming up next because things are coming up next this year, finally. And, and, and stay up to date with us, man. And tell a friend and tell a friend. All right. Um, where we at? Where we at? That's where we at. Other than that, man, we're going to wrap up. Um, I appreciate everybody. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Ange. This was good. Yeah, no problem, man. It's feel good to be back on the mic. It's been like a month. <laughs> yeah, it feel good. Yeah. I missed you, man. Missed you too, man. Yeah, man. I missed y'all too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was good to have you, man. I miss D and James, man. Y'all y'all get back here, man. Right. So we get back to doing what we do, man. Um uh, other than that, man, where are you at? 
I want everybody out there to uh, love the life you live mm -hmm. and the people in it. Uh -huh. Find a positive in every situation. Okay. And live in the moment because this life is not forever. I'm John Man Jones. I'm signing off for Ange. I'm signing off for Jukebox Johnny. This has been episode 190. We'll talk to you niggas next week. All right, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah.